Hi, welcome to Yes, I'm a Christian podcast. I'm your host. I'm Lexceptional. Hey. So listen, it has been a good three weeks since the last episode and it is all my fault. Just, and oh Jesus, it ties back into what we're going to talk about today and that's insecurities. I, listen, (laughs) truth moment. I deal with a lot of insecurities. I don't know where all of them came from. I struggle every single day with my insecurities. And honestly, my insecurities have prevented me from doing, participating in a lot of things and truly pushing myself and truly pushing myself to be consistent in anything that I've tried. Um... And I'm, I'm so over it. Like, it's crazy because honestly, like, as a kid, you go through the motions of, well, your parents are pushing you to do things, so you have to do it because your parents tell you to do so. And now that I'm an adult, it's like, the only person that's truly pushing me to do things is like myself. And I don't know how to deal with that I don't there are things that people tell me that I I just don't believe about myself or I feel like I haven't discovered in myself or things that I know I just feel like there are people on the other end that are judging me and I think other people's judgments have truly weighed in on my life and how I feel and stemming from insecurities it's like I, I don't feel like I have a voice I don't feel like people listen and I know that's not true because I've been in numerous situations where I've been the only voice I've been in situations where I've said or thought about things and shared things that no one else has thought about and so I know that my voice matters however I'm insecure about my voice I'm insecure with the messages that I have to spread or my feelings and my emotions and I think it stems back to when I was younger I was told the things that I thought weren't things that I was thinking, if, if that makes sense. Like, I remember getting in trouble and um, kind of being told, I know what you're thinking. And when I would say what I was thinking, it was like, that's not what you're thinking. And it's like, wait, but it it is. <laughs> this, this is what I'm, you're not me. And just kind of growing up in that and always thinking, okay, well, maybe this isn't what I'm thinking or... Maybe my thoughts aren't right because I should be thinking this way. And so in in that, I kind of developed the insecurity of me not really knowing or trusting what I think. And that is even translated into me um, school-wise. I can't take multiple choice tests well because I feel like when you give me four answers... It, except math, math there there's one answer. But in in economics, I struggled a lot with multiple choice questions because we're really given theories, we're we're given scenarios, and when you teach us 
every situation and every single scenario I'm not on the test I just I just don't believe that my answer is going to be correct and I always get down to like two choices and I always go back and forth between my two choices and the choice I end up picking is always wrong and I I just I've I've struggled with I've struggled with that I've struggled with my beliefs in believing that God is God. And I grew up in a household where I, I grew up in church um, and I truly grew in church. But I, I still think that I just I doubted my beliefs of him. I doubted his love for me because I felt like I I'm wrong. <laughs> I, I think wrong. I'm, I'm not necessarily right. Um, so if it's like if I believe God is real, then God probably isn't real. If, if that makes sense. And I, I just have a. I guess you could say I messed up. I don't know. My my, my, my thinking process is, is just truly messed up. And so in growing through speaking and sharing my story, it's. It's actually the opposite. As a kid, I was very comfortable in situations where I had to speak publicly um, most of the time, my parents helped me with my speeches. So what I was really sharing weren't necessarily my thoughts and my opinions, but what my parents thought. Then, like I said, as you get older, I've had to give a lot of speeches that I've had to write myself, that I've, I've been the only person developing ideas and planning out the speech and writing the speech. I feel like my vocabulary is my... <laughs> see words words mean things I feel like my vocabulary isn't where it should be I also feel like I don't speak well I'm from the south side I felt like I've never fit into my community I felt like an outsider and because of my voice or my accent I I just felt like I I don't speak well and people don't want to hear me because either I sound ignorant or nothing makes sense and so now when I give speeches, I have the worst, the absolute worst case of butterflies. Like my stomach from the time, truly like the night before I have to give a speech or a presentation, my stomach is on 12,000. It's spinning. I can't sleep. Then it trickles into the morning. My stomach is hurting to the point where I feel like I have to like throw up or use the bathroom. Like it's. And I try not to share that with people, but I I get extremely nervous when I have to give a speech because I'm sharing my thoughts, my opinions, my story, things that I've gone through with people who don't know me or people who know me but don't know intimate details about me. And it's so stressful and to have to deal with all of that it's so nerve-wracking and it bothers me and afterwards after I give a speech I've never given a speech and someone was like oh your speech was horrible you did bad girl don't ever give a speech again never had a situation like that I've always received high praises Alexis that was amazing Alexis I can't believe that you put that together Alexis you're an incredible writer Alexis you're such a great speech writer Alexis you're great giving speeches like you you had me the entire time and it's like I hear all of that and none of that makes me feel better none of that makes 
it's like, okay, I did it. It's always like, oh, this could have been better. Oh, I don't think people understand. Or, oh, this person looked confused the entire time. Oh, this person fell asleep. My speech was bad. I, I, in, I have to train myself to get out of that. I have to train myself to stop thinking and honing in on the negative thoughts and opinions or truly the things that I feel are negative and just appreciate the outcome appreciate the true outcome okay one person fell asleep cool 20 other people listen to you it's the same with this podcast like but it goes back to like my own actions I haven't advertised this podcast I truly didn't want and don't want people to listen to this podcast because I feel like there are going to be a lot of negative comments. I feel like I'm not the greatest Christian in the world. However, I have a Christian-based podcast. And then I pray about it. And God was like, that's why I told you to do this podcast, Alexis. Because, oh Jesus. Because you, your story is your story. You can share your story. How you love me is how you love me. And you're just sharing another way to love God. You're just sharing your story with other people. The story that brought me to God. And I know that there are so many people who are just different Christians. Or not the traditional Christian. Or not the stereotyped Christian. I'm not the stereotyped Christian. I don't think I'm any of the stereotypes that are placed upon me. And those are the things that I'm willing and ready to share. And so I really want to apologize to anyone that listened to the first two episodes and were like, Alexis, where you at? Girl, ma'am. I am in a place where I'm truly pushing myself creatively, emotionally, physically, mentally to do a lot. I need to push myself to continue to finish strong in school to push myself at work um I'm I'm just kind of in like this slump and I have to push myself out of it because I serve students and if I'm in a slump my students will know that I'm in a slump and I'm truly here to serve them I need to push myself creatively because for such a long time I was in a creative uh creative drought that's the perfect example I felt like creatively just nothing was coming to me nothing was making sense and I was just destitute like just so so emotionless and I get a lot of my my energy from my creative surges and right now I'm in a creative surge. I have so many ideas that are constantly coming to my head, especially when I'm sleeping, um, that I, I have to act on. And all of that is truly a gift from God. I needed the time to go through the creative drought to appreciate my creative surges, to cre- appreciate my creative floods. Um, and I needed to start this. I needed to stop this podcast and I needed to start it so that I could appreciate exactly what it is that I'm doing so that I can appreciate and hear what God is telling me to do to to understand and acknowledge that it's all for his greater good. I've also had to take a step back and understand why is it that I'm doing this? Why? Why am I so insecure? Because there are things that I have never dealt with in my childhood or things that I've gone through that truly have molded me into the person that I am. And I have to 
acknowledge those situations and say, this is why I act this way. This is why I feel this way. Like the whole speaking thing. It wasn't until I actually started recording this episode, like right now and started speaking that it took me back to as a kid being told what I thought was wrong is why I think why I think is wrong. Why I feel like my voice doesn't matter. And those are breakthroughs that I have to get through in order to push through all of my insecurities. My other insecurity that I'm really trying to push through and has always been a roller coaster with me is my weight and understanding okay why am I plus size why am, why am I fat why do I like to eat what do I feel when I'm eating what what is my relationship with food what is my relationship or lack of a relationship with exercise why don't I like to exercise I actually like to exercise. I just need the extra push. Why can't I push myself? Those are all questions that I've had to ask myself. And actually, in the next episode of this podcast, I'm going to talk about the why and why that we do anything. So I really want to end us off with, um, uh, I, I hope that this all made sense. I am really struggling with a lot of my insecurities right now, and I'm in the process of pushing myself to overcome my insecurities and just just so I can be a better me. Um, I think that growth-wise, I'm in a really good place. I, I never look back. I, I don't regret anything because I feel like if, if I didn't experience what I experienced, I would not be in the place that I am. I am in now like I honestly I don't have any regrets any type of pain that I've been through any bad situation I would I would live through them again the exact way I live through them because I've grown from them I, every single action I've grown from um it's just now I have to go back and <laughs> retrace those steps and understand how did that mold me into to who I am today or what I do today so if you're out there and you're struggling with your insecurities, I just want you to know that I am too. and I struggle with them big time. They hinder me. I hinder myself. That's the other thing too. Like we cause, we cause our own insecurities in that we allow things to affect us to create an insecurity. So I'm in the process of trying to let go of that hurt and that pain behind the insecurity and forgive the situation, forgive the people involved so that I can break that insecurity down and truly flourish into being a better me. And I hope that you all join me on this journey. I will share more um, updates on how I'm doing. Um, I guess I can give you my top insecurities. One is definitely my voice. Two, it is the color of my skin. I am very mixed, <laughs> racially ambiguous, whatever you want to call it. I am that. I am multicultural. I am other. Um, and I've grown up in a predominantly black neighborhood. Um, and I've always felt out of place. I've always felt like people saw my skin complexion first and judged me. And... Through that, I've never accepted the color of my skin. I felt like I always had to prove who I was or what race, ethnicity I was because of the color of my skin. There are certain things that I've wanted to do and I've stopped myself from doing, like hairstyles, like getting braids. Just because as a kid, kid you not, I always had braids. I have a lot of hair. It's very thick. And as a kid, you know, you don't think about, okay, I don't... You, 
with all this like cultural appropriation stuff I always feel like I'm on a thin line of what I can and can't do although I am black my skin is just very white it's like okay and my hair is very thick it's like okay but you're an adult now and you're appropriating a culture with by getting braids but it's like as a kid I literally always had braids how am I appropriating a culture I'm a part of I grew up this way and I that that's an insecurity in itself like I struggle with a lot of this stuff and a lot of this stuff like people haven't even told me it's just stuff I hear about other people that I feel like applies to me as well like the Rachel Dolezal situation kid you not was a very emotional time for me because she was pretending to be an ethnicity um that she is not and I felt like oh my gosh I'm pretending to be an ethnicity however I am this ethnicity I am black I'm not pretending to be something that I'm not and it's just I I just it's a lot it's a, a conversation for a different day um however I just really wanted to share that with you all another one is definitely my weight um as a kid I didn't really have insecurities about it however my mom used to say a lot of stuff about my weight. Um, never really had friends that said anything about my weight either. Like, I don't think I've had any of my friends say anything about my weight. However, I remember it was a big deal with my mom. Um, and that just kind of grew into, like, me developing a... At first it was, okay, well, I'm just going to be big because my mom doesn't like me being big. And then it kind of now came into, okay, Alexis, you're really big. <laughs> like, you need to lose weight. And so just, just even in that, clothes, my body shape, my body size, the clothes that I have to buy, my shoe size, like, grab in the 10, 11, 12 club. I, it, it's all of that, that those are all insecurities. When I walk outside, I feel like people are looking at me. I feel like people are judging me. I feel like people are like, oh, she looks sloppy. Oh, her hair looks a mess. Oh, she thinks she's this. Like, and those are all, in, they're, they're, in, they're insecurities. There are times I just don't want to go in places. I don't want to get out of my car. I don't want to, you know, go inside stores just because I feel like people are looking at me and people are thinking all of these things. And so, like I said, these insecurities are built off of experiences and things that I have gone through. And I've created these insecurities because I never dealt with those situations properly. And in that, I am suffering. Um, so those are truly my top three insecurities, if not all of my insecurities, um, that I am trying to push myself to get through. So me really dealing with a lot of my insecurities, I would just like to share that God isn't looking at my outside appearance. He's not looking at the color of my skin, my hairstyle, what I'm wearing, and that's something that I've truly had to accept. Who am I pleasing? And I think this is truly what is going, me constantly reminding myself and talking to God about this is truly going to help push me through. Um, he's not looking at the, the exterior. He's truly looking on, looking at what's going on on the inside. Um, and me having these insecurities about my outsides are making me less of a better person on the inside and it's hindering my relationship with him it's hindering my relationship with other people and truly from serving and doing what I'm supposed to do because I'm afraid and I have these fears and these insecurities inside of me um and so to end this um on a holy note I would like to read from first Samuels um 16 verse 7 
And it says, but the Lord said to Samuel, do not consider his appearance or his height for I've rejected him. The Lord does not look at these things. The Lord does not look at these things people look at. People look at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. And so, and me being very insecure about my outside, I'm truly not focusing on, on God and not understanding what God looks looks at. Um, if there are things about my outside that I feel like I could fix to help better my inside, that's the place that I'm, I'm truly trying to be in right now. But I think that a lot of it starts from, like I said, tapping into those places and spaces that we've been hurt and truly forgiving um, what has happened to us so that we can break through these times and continue to, f- to fix our insides. It's today in, at service, um, the pa- pastor Jamal said, um, you know, there are people with millions of dollars they have all this money, however, they're poor on the inside. And it's because they don't know God. They're not living for God. They have all these fancy things. They buy stuff to compensate their unhappiness. However, they're not happy on the inside. And I think that that's the place and the space that I'm truly trying to be in as far as happiness. I want to be so happy on the inside, so emotionally strong equipped satisfied pleased so right with God on the inside that it just shines on the outside and that it it overpowers my insecurities that it it just washes everything away and that you can truly see God's light shining through me um and and that's what I'm striving for that's what I want out of life that is my highest priority and my greatest goal like to just truly exude God's presence in me and I know that in order for me to do that, I have to break through these. I, ha- I have to work on my inside. I have to heal. I have to forgive. I have to let go. And I have to break down these walls and these <laughs> emotional walls um, and just truly push through. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please look out for the next episode. Um, I am going to be consistent consistency 2k17 i need to write that and hang that on my wall um but yes that is my goal for the year um to be consistent in any and everything that i'm doing this year i have started off wrong so or not consistent but i promise you i'm i'm trying to do everything in my power to be consistent um like today for example i'm recording a lot of things and and then I'm going to take the time to just go back through and edit and then post later. You know what I think? <laughs> Schedule posts. Um, so just so that I am still being consistent or I am being consistent and the information and God's message is getting out to anyone that is listening. So thank you for tuning in. Um, see the description box for any details or information about me. And hope you listen to this episode and the next episode and share. And I hope you check out the next episode. Peace and blessings.